Espero que nadie se, se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Son los sentimientos. Por mucho desgosto que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. Valores más altos se levantan en términos futbolísticos. Chama-se Episode 51, Ukantini Benfiquista, Millions Are in Play, is the title for today. Oscar, What's Bill, going on, guys? Guys? Not Good bad. Boys. How you guys doing? Not bad for a Monday. We got uh, a lot to talk about. Kenny's running late. I think he had to go put some gas in the Ferrari. We're both, we're both <laughs> cruising in. Um, he said he had to make a pit stop, so he'll be late. And, uh, and Jay uh, may be late as well. So hopefully they'll both grace us with their presence. Today, we got Tundela 0, Benfica 2. Talk about the match, what we saw, Seth's misses, um, Pizaldino in the midfield. Um, Oscar was very excited about Pizzi's performance. Uh, we'll talk about that game, MVP. We obviously know who Oscar's going to give the MVP to. Uh, we will talk about some off-the-field stuff in Portugal. Uh, I feel like it's a topic of discussion since we grew up right early 90s um talk about kind of what's going on in portugal in terms of off the field the most recent situation is what happened in uh, moreira congos after the porto game again not for full transparency and uh you know the situation and discussion isn't just about what happened with porto it's it's bigger than that it's happened with benfica it's happened with other clubs porto is not the only one that creates that pressure off the field um, but just to get your ideas and thoughts on how the hell they address this, if they address it, and if they have realistically the balls to address it, I guess is the bigger question. Um, and then we'll talk about Thursday's match. Um, Benfica Porto first game ended one, one at the Stadio de Regal or earlier this season. Um, a lot's at stake here for both sides for Porto, uh, put a little pressure on Sporting for the rest of the games remaining, see if they can kind of pull pull a little bit closer. For Benfica, second place is the only realistic uh, target here. And as I say in the title, there's millions at play. So direct qualification gets you a decent sum of money. Um, having to go through the qualification round isn't as much. So lots to uh, unpack here. We'll start with uh, Tundela's match on Friday. Benfica went with four at the back. Uh, Otamendi was suspended. Vigo was suspended. Tarap still hurt. So we got a couple of changes. He gave Diogo a break. So Elton Light in the back. Gilberto came in on the right. Lucas Verissimo Vertonghen at the heart of the defense. First time the two of them played together this season uh, in a back four. Uh, Grimaldo on the left. Pizaldino, Gabriel, Rafa, Everton, Sefi, and Waldo um, to, to complete the 11. A game that, in my view, Benfica played a really good first 30 minutes. And then when they went up 2-0, they kind of took the foot off the gas and kind of just coasted. I don't know if that was with 
the thought of you know the game with Porto coming up. I'm not sure what the what the mindset was there. Second half, Tundela came out a little bit more hungry. Um, I guess Benfica may be fortunate to not concede. I know uh, Mario Gonzalez had a chance there with the cross that he put the put the ball wide with his left foot. Surprisingly, considering the form that he's in, but overall, statistically, Benfica dominated across the board. Um, I always got the sense that if Tundela really created some problems. Benfica would have been able to kind of step it up a gear as they did in the first 30 minutes. Um, Everton showed up finally. Um, PZ showed up. Uh, Oscar, I'll start with you. Thoughts on that game? Well, I wish Milton and Dank were here today, but uh, <laughs> since they're not, I guess we'll go with this. But like, a question is I have is I the 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 assist to PZ was Everton right? Um, I believe he got the assist. Right. I don't know why they gave it to. It Seth. was yeah. It was him because he so passed it across and went across the whole box. I'm not sure why Sefrovic got the assist, but uh, but it was Everton's assist. So let let me start with this. Seth, back to Seth. Like last <laughs> week, continuation of last week. Uh, it's another a striker that we can't trust uh, to be our main guy. That's I've said this multiple times. And I'll say it until you know, until I die. You'll you'll never never be the striker I trust as a man number one. Proved we could proved how important PZ is for this team again to unbreak the deadlock. Right, like last week when we were down one zero, we needed PZ to come back. And what do you do? Assist one goal, score another. People can hate him all they want, but when he needs to show up, he shows up. Um, Everton has been stepping up. I've been seeing Everton in the last few games. He's been he's been showing was what Jesus got him for, and that you know we complained about him. You know the only person I haven't seen is Darwin, which but but I have to. But hey, listen, I wish Kenny was here too because now I I want him to say talk bad about Everton. You know, so it's too bad the people that I that, that kind of talk shit. I'm not here today. I don't know if it's a, it's for real or for just trying to get away or they're escaping. How convenient. Uh, convenient, right? So, because you know, when I have some, and then, uh, and then I, uh, it's funny because I got into an argument with somebody on Twitter. I don't know if Mikey, you saw those. I, uh, I don't even know who the fuck that guy is. It must be a douchebag because you look at the three, three players, actually, four players he talks shit about. It's Elton, Elton Late. I have three saves he had in the second half that kept us in the game. Elton Late, right? We have PZ, goal and assist. And I believe the other one he said, who the fuck was the other one? It was another one. Um, ever uh, was it Everton? Everton, Everton, yeah. a goal and an assist. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I just don't understand soccer. Maybe I'm just like here, just pa- passing time. But for some reason, these people seem like the professionals. They want PZ's gone because the, PZ got them used to scoring 30 goals a season when he's a midfielder, and now when he scores 15, uh, it's bad. It's a bad season. He's having a horrible season. But what do I know? All I know is we had we had one great first half. In second half, PZ could have had easily two more assists. One to Servi, one to Seth. Um, two more assists, and he missed the one, the 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 one timer there, mostly upper ninety. Yep. Um, that he could have been two goals have been and nice. three and three assists. It came really close, right? So we can't we can't we can't pick on this guy anymore. Let, let the guy's shown us in the past years what he can do for us, and he continues to do it. Yes, yeah, yes, he he's had bad games. Of course, he's had bad games, but uh, he hasn't been playing consistent. And and for that I blame Jesus coming into the squad. Do you think do you think it's Jay with the burner Twitter account trolling you? 
it could be, but I I, I, I tell that douchebag the same thing I tell Tank. He doesn't understand. And then these two go back and forth on Twitter. Meanwhile, I'm tagged on the comments. So literally, my phone is blowing up. They're arguing with each other again about PC. I'm like, we all are. These we're guys are relentless. Oh yeah, we were all tagged on. I'm like, these guys are relentless. They basically have the same conversation over and over again. Yeah, they they they, they don't understand. They don't understand. I hope he follows this the chat because I love to see his comments. Bill, uh, what are your what do you want to add to that? No, I think Oscar touched on most of it. I think this this game, like, is perfect example of our season. Right, we've had brilliant moments, and then just kind of take our foot off the gas. We've seen it plenty of times where, for whatever reason, the first 20, 30 minutes, we look unbelievable. We're moving the ball well, creating chances, putting the ball in the back of the net, and then it just seems like they take the foot off the gas and kind of. They get the two goal lead and, and think they can just coast coast it in and, and just walk it into the, the the end of the match and get the three points. Um, I think Elton makes them made some pretty good saves in, in that game to kind of to keep the shutout. But I think all in all, Benfica controlled the game and, and like you said, I feel like if they if they needed to, they could have easily kind of turned up the. The pressure and, and gotten another one, or or put more more heat on uh, Tondela. Yeah, Manny says here on Seth, if it takes him twenty shots before he scores a goal or two, he may be due for some on Thursday. And it's interesting that he says that because I'm seeing if I can find the tweet. But somebody tweeted um, the other day about uh, Seferovic. So basically, they were saying like he plays a good game. And then he plays a bad game. Um, and they were saying, hopefully, he uh, will have a good game ag- uh, against Porto. But that's they were the case. Saying, He's going to score like two or three against Porto then. So he said, uh, the tweet was from Arias Elbe. Bem, a continuar assim, temos Safero Deus contra o Tondela e Safero Pino contra o Porto. And I said, I mean, he was on the field, but he didn't really play. So maybe we'll get Seferodeus on Thursday against Porto. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, let's take a look at the uh, stats here. Let me bring it up on the screen just to give Oscar a little smile uh, with these uh, these numbers here for his buddy. Um, so we got, let me blow it up here. So PZ with 8.7, highest score. Um, and then we have, oh, let me take this branding off the screen here. Um, Elton Lake was 7.3, least score 4.9 for Sefi. Even Gio got a higher score than Seth. Even the guys that came in off the bench got a higher score than Seth. Um, on the other side, Trigueta got a 6.3, Bebeto was 7.0. He was pretty involved. Um, Bertongan, Lucas Rudisimu, 6.2. Looking at the stats, 13 shots for Mifika, 6 on target, 7 for Tundela, 3 on target, uh, 6 corners against 3, uh, 86%, or 59% possession against 41, 86% pass efficiency against 81, uh, 4 fouls committed. Interesting. Although we were in control, we had the ball most of the time. And 12 for, for Tundela. PZ's number here, 1 goal. Uh, one assist, four passes for uh, a finish, but you didn't get all of them. Um, 86% pass. 
uh, efficiency, and he had three takeaways uh, throughout the match. So some pretty good numbers for him. Uh, I did have a stat here that I wanted to show you guys, which I thought was interesting. Um, Everton, he's involved in 37% of Benfica's goals this year when he's on the field. The only person higher is Seth with 61, and that's because he scored a shit ton of them. I thought that was an interesting stat, considering that we've given him we've given him so much shit, um, but yet he's the second most involved in the team when it comes to uh, goals, which I thought was interesting. No, you guys, there's one thing about about everything. Like we 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 expect him to like he's a Brazilian international player, right? He he comes from a Brazilian league. To an, uh, to our league right now, to European league for the first time, he's expected to have an adapt, uh, you know, a period to adapt, right? So, is I mean, yeah, he looked like he's one dimensional. He's just a, but he, it's not. And I, it's like, remember, I, I, I was at the beginning of this uh, when we started doing the podcast. I said he has the it factor, and it, it's all a matter of time in order that it factor to come out. Something that other players don't have, right? He has that it factor. And it's a matter of time before Everton explodes. It is. It is. He's not going to stay, stay long at Benfica. I, I guarantee. I, if he stays I one think, more year, I think the problem. What the problem is, the way he was kind of presented and and the hype around him. Everyone expected more from him, right? Brazilian international. He had an yeah. unbelievable the Copa America, whatever. He unbelievable with that. I think everyone expected him to come in and not really have like that long adaptation period. Like everyone, I think everyone expected maybe a few months, get his feet underneath him and then he's ready to go. Um, I don't think people expected him to, it to take like a year for him to kind of get adapted to, to the league and, and to the style of play. Yeah. But let's understand with, with Jesus coming into the team, most players, even the ones that were adapted basically had to learn from, from scratch. Like, it, it's almost every position was was to be figured out. I mean, Fico and Jesus arrived. The defense, midfield, and strikers. Every single position was to figure be figured out. It was not. It was not a continuation from last year. If the players no, I agree. Dummies, so so I it, it just, took like it, it took, just it the took price tag. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think it like the price tag, right? That like it plays into people's minds. Like everyone just at that price, you expect more. Same thing with Darwin. At that price, you Wait, expected then, more. Then, then I'll come. I don't hear much about Waldo because he's he's he was just up there with twenty thousand twenty million, yeah. and and he's a, no, a German agree. a German international that plays in in Europe. That plays in Europe. off a lot. So, I agree. So, he started hot, and then he's yeah. he's looked like shit lately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I don't hear people talking about a Waldo and his price tag and how he's a, a German international. I don't hear that. And and to be honest with you, when PC plays in his position, he does a better job. Yeah, but I also think I it's, agree. I think Everton is a more known player than Walshman yeah. as well. <clears throat> I think that, that was known to us, but with, not in with, Europe. No, I think with with Everton, think, it was the whole thing behind him was Jude Fito, right? He's a player made. He's like there's no developing him. He is what he is. He's he's not a 19 a 20 year old, right? But neither he's is Waldo. Waldo's 24. Everton's yeah, it's 25. Two, it's, it's legit one year younger. I thought and Waldo he plays was in, younger. In plays in Germany. He's, he's an international Germany international. Like it's like he's already been in Europe for his whole life, so like it's not like he's adapting to a, a whole new continent. So, yeah. so Waldo, Waldo is a player we should be talking about. Like we talked about everything. He's looked like shit lately. He started unbelievably, and now it's dropped off a lot. And he hasn't really 
he hasn't really shown much since those first what five six games right he those games where he scored five or six goals in that span like since then he hasn't really done much and yeah yeah you're well, we right also- he's kind of flown under the radar and getting criticized and and headlines we also talk about him being in Jay welcome um, oh we also talk about uh, Waldo being a German international let's not forget that he only has seven uh, appearances for the A team. Yeah, how so, many does Everton have for Brazil? Everton has a ton. Sixteen. All right. Yeah. So he's one year older. One year older. Right. But Everton has has been at a international competition with them. He replaced Neymar in the Copa America. So and he was a starter. So he's had a little bit. Right. Going back to the conversation that we had today over text. Right. Performing qualifiers and performing in a competition are two different things. Right. And, and Waldo hasn't had that experience at the A level. He, you know, he's, he's played for the U 21, um, but he hasn't had that at the A level. So again, I would, I'm inclined to say, and I'm fairly certain of this, that Everton is a more well-known name in international football, given the fact that he's played on the international stage at a big stage, um, than Waldschmidt is, uh, regardless of what he did at Freiburg and regardless of what he's done in a short time with, with the German national team. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I did not know Everton before he came to Benfica. Like before they spoke of him? Before they spoke of him. Before the newspaper started ever, uh, advertising Everton. I did not know him from, from Brazil international. I, I, you know, you look at uh, like v- Vinicius before he came to Real Madrid. I had no idea what the fuck he was. Me neither. <laughs> so like so so those players come in as like uh, hot hot shots, but uh, it really we don't hear until then they get to Europe. That's fair. Jay, anything you? I know that you were uh, getting wild and crazy in Nashville, um, so I'm not sure how much of the game you saw, but obviously you saw the score. Um, anything that you would like to add in terms of the match, in terms of Pizaldino in the midfield? Yes, mention <laughs> In the midfield, like, like in the midfield. Oh, in the God, midfield. Like, I'm, again. Like, I've been oh. telling you guys that's where he plays best this season. And then he when he does play there and he, he doesn't do good, like, he has to go. He has to go. He sucks. He has I've been to saying go. he has to go for years. There's nothing, nothing else to it. Me and Austin, so me and Austin kind of went at it a little bit on. Oh, Twitter. we talked about it already. <laughs> we, we, we got it. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, I I just feel like look, his past. Like I didn't see the game. Um, I did see the score. I actually, I got a, I got a, I'm, I have alerts from Oscar whenever he tweets. And I saw, <laughs> and I saw the, he wrote something about PZ and I was like, I looked at the score. I was like, oh shit, he scored. So <laughs> I know Oscar was happy about it. But overall, I'm just happy we got the W. It sucks with the other guys. Um, I actually just found out two seconds ago that the uh, Porto and Sporting won, but Braga lost. So um, that's, I mean, at least Braga is a little bit farther away from us. Um, as regarding PZ, I'm just glad he's he's starting to play. I don't. I didn't see the whole game, but he scored, so I'm guessing he played all right. Yeah, two, uh, a, one goal could have had three assists if Steph knew how to score and if Steph so, scores. Hold ball. on, what what does Steph do? Do you miss hitters? Dude, Steph two sitter. two sitters, two, yeah, two. Yeah, one so, with yeah. Grimaldo pass and the other one with PZ pass. Legit, um, one with yeah. the goalie, a one with the goalie. One was like to the moon in front of the six, and the other one legit against the goalie when he's alone with the goalie. Yeah, so dude, I don't that see that guy. I just don't get. I don't understand. He he's he needs to get. Hopefully, he gets on his gets back to track get on Thursday. So, I have really nothing else to say about the game. I'm just glad that they won overall. 
Are these the notifications you got, Oscar? With the, <laughs> yeah. Where the PZ haters at? Guy right. is class, period. Right, right. What you wrote, edit again. I think, I think that's where I started writing to him. Is as soon as I heard, I saw the word yeah. class. I was like, dude, wh what class is he? Hashtag <laughs> where the haters. I, I responded. <laughs> he was coming in hot. Yeah, anytime, they... anytime, anytime. Like, first of all, I don't. I don't get how he can get the nickname Maestro. I don't. I think Maestro is given to one person. Like the last. Hey, you know, last, you know, given. In to my him? opinion, the last, the last people that he deserved to be called Maestro is his name Amar. Um, besides that, it was Ricosta. But like, you don't say that word too often. If you were a big well, now think, and I don't think that... Easy deserves to be called that. To be honest, but it is what it is. There's people they, out there that they, like, uh, possibly agree with it, and it is what it is. With no, no they, uh, it wasn't. It was, I mean, it was not me that named him the master, <laughs> Maestro. It was, it was actually from the in Benfica that nicknamed him the Maestro. So, like, like sure I said, I don't you? think, I don't think, I don't think he deserves to be called that. But it is what it is. Uh, MVPs, Bill. Bill, you see. I didn't see the game, but from what I'm hearing, PZ, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be PZ. You know the second best is? Everton. You know the third best is? Elton Late. Three of the, yeah. three, three of the, three of the players. Three of the players that people keep hating oh, on. So you late, know who else didn't play bad? Gabriel looked Gabriel Gabriel look look decent. Very, very Gabriel decent. Pretty good. And remember yeah. when I said two weeks so ago, they, when, they, when, they, when they I said he needs consistent games? Uh -huh. No, we didn't have to. That was the thing. I was just going to say, Gabriel looked decent, yeah. but he didn't have to defend. Benfica had right. the ball. We had the ball. That's why he so looked So much, good. and we were in their right. half. We had, yeah, we had the ball 55% of the time. So much. So 59. Okay, that's not so, why, so much. That's not Barcelona put, much. Why would, you put, why would you put late in there if, if we didn't have to defend that much? Go check the second half. He kept us in the yeah, game. There's three, 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 like three huge yeah. saves. Yeah. I'll look at the highlights. I have been, dude, I've been, since I got back, I've been sleeping, so. I think I, uh. I think I texted in our group where the Audi hate or where the Elton Late haters at or Audi who, Audi so, who, yeah, I think it was Audi who. So Kenny paid attention. He probably wrote something. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a defender of Audi just because I didn't see a reason for him to leave the net, right? But I never say I don't like Elton Late. Elton Late is. I just didn't find a reason for him to take out unless something that we don't see. It could be something in practice, like Tank likes to say a lot of times. Like maybe you see something in practice that we don't see. You never know. It could be attitude. It could be something. I don't know. But on the field, what we expect data from outside, what Audi's done to deserve to come out for, I didn't see a reason. But Elton Late's proven himself. So let him get keep going. See, to me, it has to be something in practice because, like, it it that only that that that's the reason why it justifies PZ not starting some games. Like PZ should start, but there's games that he chooses to drop. So he like like something ha something's happening in practice that we're not seeing, and the coach is seeing. Maybe the team gels better with PZ. Like I don't know. Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like I I, I feel like it has to be something in practice that they're seeing that we're not seeing. Uh, and I, when, I, when it comes to PZ in midfield, like we said from the whole freaking year, uh, when it's when we know that we're gonna have the ball, yeah, PZ can play the midfield because we have the ball. But now when it's the when we have a game like we have this week against Porto, and he we and PZ already proved they could play that, but he he had a hell of a game against Porto the first leg, right when he tied when we tied. Mm -hmm. But I don't see if Porto has more than fifty percent of the ball, I don't see PZ being effective in that position. I don't. I'd rather have him a little further up and maybe take out yep. Luke and put PZ up there. It was interesting. I don't know if you guys heard it, but on the Sport TV broadcast, um, the commentator said, um, 
o Benfica uh, joga diferente quando o Pizzi está em campo. Um, and he was saying that offensively he gives the team more than Tarap, for example. Um, that he takes care of the ball more, right? And I, I agree with that. They're just two different players. And given the fact that Tarat's hurt, uh, and it doesn't look like he may recover for Thursday, um, it looks like we're most likely going to end up with PZ as well to start. Unless, but, but what do you think will be Vigel PZ in the midfield? You think Gabriel makes a start again? No, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about that in the. No chance, Gabby. No point. chance. Yeah. No chance, Gabby gets it. The only way, the only way I see Gabby playing the midfield is if we switch switch to a diamond in the midfield. That's Correct. the only way. You know, you know what I've noticed when PZ does play though? Like our players look for PZ. They look for him to move the ball. It's like I've I've in he, he he goes after the ball and even if he comes back into the defensive midfield to get the ball, and our players always seem to look for him. Like always. It's it, and I and I know Tank doesn't like when I compare players and blah 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 and all that bullshit. <laughs> I don't care if you compare, but it comes over no, 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 it's not it's not. You but, you compare, know, we we gonna compare him to no, fucking no, Javi. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, no not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to compare, but, but I, watch, I watch a lot of the Man United games. And you know how every single player in that team looks for Bruno Fernandes. They look for him to make a play, right? And and I feel like when PZ is playing, they look for PZ in that midfield. And Fika does, all right? And I'm not saying PZ is just, is uh, Bruno Fernandes or anything like that. I'm just saying that players trust PZ with the ball, right? And Ooh, they look for him. Too. I would yeah. too. Of course. So it's it's but it's it's a it's a thing. I mean, that's why the 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 guy that you saw the mm -hmm. comment from says that the Vika joga different when Vika time tempo because he they look for him and it's he makes maneuvers the whole offense. I don't just, I don't think like any criticism of PZ is like in the attacking third. I think the problem is when he plays in the middle and that defensive right. defensive role he needs to fulfill. That but, is what the right. issue is. That's that is the issue because he's yeah. not. It's not. It's not a, a position. Right. He's for not going to come back. Right. He's not. It's not. It's like I, I will say though. I've seen him play up front, and he's on there's games this it, season. This season, I'm not talking in the past. I'm yeah. talking about this season that he's played up front and he doesn't do shit. Like huh. I've seen it. Yeah. And and like his to me, his best games have come as him playing as the number eight. Like no, I think I think it's me, more that's him. how it's been. It's him fluctuating through the uh, the top. Well, basically, basically, to me, it's him when he's when he's flowing around in that midfield when he goes side to side and he's when, 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 yeah when we have when he's free. over there and he's he's going on this side playing with Diogo and Rafa yeah when he's free when he's been yeah. free to maneuver around he, I, I that's agree. when that's when he plays his best yeah but when he has to defend and stay in that midfield that's that's eight, that's, he, that's, right. that's yeah. he gets yeah. stuck if he so has when he's, any when he's defensive free, requirements yeah when he's free to maneuver to basically roam the midfield and the top and whatever he's he's a good assist and he's good at scoring he's he's been proving that now when he has to defend well see you later when he doesn't have much of the ball and he stays on the right side completely on the right side see you later because he doesn't get involved as much and then a player yeah. like him he needs to get the ball on his feet so so that's where my thing with peasy so i like i like i like what you say midfield but a free midfield role like yeah. i might like i might have had I might have had a free midfield role to maneuver in the whole midfield to uh, to do whatever you wanted with the ball, right? Defensively, he wasn't a, he wasn't a, like required to go and 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 man mark a, pe a person in midfield. Two two more things before we jump to the next topic that I wanted to mention here. Um, one, hopefully we get Pizaldino on Thursday uh, against Porto, and if we do, 
holy shit, the tweets are going to be off the chain. Actually, Oscar's going to be out of the country, so are you going to be still, there? We'll find a way to tweet. Are you going to be there before the game? Wait, what game? What did you just call? On Thursday. Pizaldino. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to respect that. You got to respect it. Who the hell made that word up? I'm going to fucking put it. I'm going to get this shirt for next year, Pizaldino. Oh, my God. Are you going to land before the game starts? Wait, wait, wait. Aren't you leaving Thursday? No, I'll leave Wednesday. I'll be there. I'll be watching the game. Oh, you leave Wednesday. Okay. I'm taking um, my figure jersey. I'm taking tequila shots. I'm gonna shit. Right. I want to see video footage so we can then put it on the podcast for Monday. Put it on during, Twitter during the game. Yeah. Um, and then my second comment is Rafa. After we spoke about him last week, he was a hot mess on Friday. He wow. was just so he was just so disoriented. Like he, it, every time he tried to like do something, he just like he would just like, it was almost like he ran, he put his head down and just ran into a wall with the ball. Like he, he literally got nothing going. It was really frustrating to watch. Um, all right. My man of the match is going to be peasy, but I will say that goal that he scored when he hit it, it looked like he mishit it. And I thought he missed and I was so yeah. mad. And then it went in the bottom corner and I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Cause if you missed that goal, I would have been so fucking mad. It, it, if you, so you're going to be mad at peasy for missing that goal, but happy with Seth for missing the, no, it? I would have been mad with Seth too. That guy misses all, but Seth, I'm used to it. Right. Like the, mm-hmm. when that ball got played across to Seth, I'm like, well, my food, he fucking, I, he might've put it out of the stadium. I think seriously, good thing. There's no one in the stadium. You fucking knock someone out. Jesus Christ. But, with PZ, I, I expect him to finish. I, I would it, argue it, it, wasn't, it wasn't an easy angle either. It was from the it wasn't, far, far but right. But the way he hit it, it looked like it was like going right. out. It almost like trickled in. Um, but then again, I would probably argue that PZ is our best finisher. Okay. And yeah, that, no, that's why I, my and that's, and that sucks to say. And that's why my expect our our it, expectations are so high. Correct. Yeah. But he's finishing. He's probably the best finisher we have. No, and have had for a few years, dude. I wish um, I could go back and count how many centers or shot goals that Seth could have scored this season. Like we would have been, he would have been a top scorer, hundred hands down. And PC in Europe, he would have had a lot more. He would have been a top scorer in Europe, dude. He's got twenty. He's got twenty-two goals. He could easily have thirty plus in the league. Oh yeah, I thought you could. Uh, he's got he's got twenty-two across all competitions. He could I easily like have thirty across all competitions. How many podcasts we've done? I feel like. We talk about him at least every other podcast about him missing, and it could have been like close to forty goals at this point. Hey, yeah, uh, another another thing is he's a top leading scorer in the league for all competitions. Twenty two goals in the league. He has uh, no, no, all competitions, all competitions. Oh, he's got twenty two. Yeah, he's the leading scorer. He has fifteen. Jay, he's second. Yeah, fifteen. Darwin, Darwin has fourteen this season. This season. And yes, seven of more PKs for the Europa League. Yeah, but, but you think of Jonas scores <laughs> with all the PKs too. um next topic again this is one that something that we've all talked about um growing up in the 90s um the climate off the field in portuguese soccer um it comes to top of mind again because of what happened after the murida and sportu game again uh, there's pressures from all angles um from all the top clubs, put pressure where they need to put pressure, some more than others. Some do it in different ways, right? That's just the reality of it. We, we can't be naive and think that Benfica doesn't do shit behind the scenes, right? Because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? That's what they say. Um, but, right, the journalist gets beat up or 
shoved around, slapped around after the game. Um, you know, we have president of the club comes out and he, did, he says, I didn't see anything when he was standing right there. Um, you know, it, there's just so much that goes on off the field, the pressures. I'm starting to think, I'm almost starting to feel uh, a little bit of compassion for the referees right? about it. You're a referee. Um, everyone knows who you are, where you live. Um, some of these referees have uh, establishments um, outside of football. Uh, some of them have uh, meat markets. Some of them have pestilerias, right? Like they have other organ, they have other functions outside of football. And some of their establishments have been vandalized. Um, there have been people who have been outside their houses, threatened their family, right? So you, when you think about it, right, as a referee, if the federation doesn't protect you, if the association of the referees doesn't protect you, right, like it's going to get to a point that you're going to be like, fuck that. It's life or death. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and be pressured and my family get threatened, my kids, people waiting for my kids at school. Like there's got to be a breaking point at some point, right? And I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm normally like we all criticize the referees and all this, that, and the other thing. But if there's no one behind it that's protecting, the referees and, and taking a stance, it, it gets a little bit difficult. Right. And, and there was another situation today. And again, it, it happens across the board, but the most relevant again today, right. Meditimu be against Canales. We all know Canales. We all know the guy that leads that team. Um, there was a bunch of controversy in that game today, or it was either today or yesterday. And there were some red cards and Fernando Madureira, or also known as Makaku was in the stands and he yelled to the ref, um, Right. So again, like the, and this is three divisions down, right? So like the pressure is there constantly, right? And to make it worse, Fernando Madureira is the guy that the, the Portuguese Federation selected to lead the clock for the national team, right? Like, so everything's just kind of like intertwined, right? Like this guy's, and again, he's one of many that are creating pressures outside the, outside the field. Meanwhile, the Federation is supporting him like, hey, buddy, why don't you come and organize our clock for the national team and and you run that support group? What do you guys think about this whole thing? Right. And again, it's been a topic of discussion for years since I can remember since we were kids. And from your perspective, what the hell needs to change to fix it? And will it ever be fixed realistically? Jay, I'll let you go first. Dude, I don't I mean. Maybe I'm hoping that switching over referees to other countries uh, or other countries refs coaches or refs our games would help. But what's going on? It's been going on for like what you said since we can remember as kids. Like I feel like I mean I don't know. Like I just don't like those scenes. That guy is crazy, Makaku or Makuku, whatever his fucking name is. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what to say. I, I When it comes to, like, this, these type of things, I kind of, like, stay away from it. Um, Oscar will probably speak better into it. But I, I just – I'm, like, lost for words. I don't know how we can't, as a league or as the league itself, come up with a situation where you're either banned. Like, if that happens here in the United States, like, these like teams will be banned. Like, you probably get thrown a division down or you would probably – you have no fans in the stands or – you, something would happen that the team gets punished um, overall. But in the Portuguese league, it's like what we always say, everything gets swept underneath the rug. 
no one gives a shit. And, 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 it, and it continues and it continues and it continues. Yeah. And it, I I try to stay away from that because I never really want to blame the refs, even though sometimes I do. But I it, it just sucks. It's a bad scene. It makes our, our sport, our league look like a fucking joke overall. Because everyone else looks at us, he's like, dude, the port, like the Portuguese league, they they can't even keep the refs in line or the fans in line, and the refs are getting their lives like threatened. Like it just sucks. It's a bad scene overall. It doesn't doesn't make us look good. I would say, Oscar, I'll go to you. But the other piece here is, I don't know if you guys saw the video again, and we're just talking about the most recent. But this is across the board for all clubs and the league as a whole. Um, right, the guy gets pushed and shoved. And I don't know if you saw after the fact, right? But like the, the police took forever to intervene after the whole situation. Then the person was identified. The police were like lovey dovey with the guy that did it right. Walking around the parking lot with him. Like, and again, I think it's just a sense of authority, right? Like this, these police officers maybe get a sense of if I react, right. Who's behind this, right? Like, is it a person of authority? Is my job in jeopardy? Are they going to be able right? Like I got a family to go home to. I got, you know, family, I got to put food on the table for, right? Is this going to risk my job? Is it worth me risking my job, right? Because these guys got a lot of pull, whether it's Benfica, Porto, Sporting, right? Maybe not Sporting so much, but definitely Benfica and Porto, right? Like that's without a shadow of a doubt, right? Like regardless of what happens, Benfica and Porto have people in important places, whether we want to admit it or not, that they can get things swept under the rug, if that's how you want to call it. Is it right? No. Right. But that's what's led us to where we are today. Right. And you think about what happened. Imagine that anywhere else. Like imagine that here in the States. Right. Some reporter gets his shit gets thrown away. He gets slapped around a couple of times. Police are fucking coming out of nowhere and they're fucking beating the shit out and of him. The, the guy goes to jail. Correct. They, 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 there's no questions asked. That's assault. It's assault. Exactly. No matter what. And like over there, they, it's like what you just said. They fucking take him down the street and like, hey, go home. Like, yeah. Like just chit chat with him. Like, hey, you know, I'm relaxed. If, if, that, if that happens here, they would do it all the time, too. Like, exactly. Fuck. But I think I think it just because of all those pressures, and because because of the authority behind that, is what creates that thought process. Maybe like, do I really want to cause a problem here? Because you know they have people in important places that could potentially create some issues for my job. If it if it was the other way around, if it's a Morirens staff, oh yeah, hundred percent, completely different. Oh, yeah. Correct, because completely there's not different. that authority level behind it, yep. right? Oscar, thoughts on this? I think when it comes to to soccer or, or in Portugal, por, uh, the Portuguese run it like a third world country. They do, they do, because they depend too much on the three, three big teams, and they can't do anything against those three big teams because they basically drive the economy in Portugal, right? They they really do. You if you take all Benfica out of the equation, the economy in Portugal goes down, sinks like a like a you know the crisis of two thousand eight stock market. Like the or real estate. If you you think about the the only solution for this kind of shit is legit. The refs have to take a stand. Just like the players are taking a stand against racism, racism, they have to take a, a stand against violence. If if I'm a ref and I in a in a, a player or somebody threatens to to hurt me or my family right after the game, I call I blow the whistle and I and I stop the game. Right? They have to take a stand. They have to be in in a, basically in an agreement with the, with the federation. That if this happens, we're calling the game. I'm not taking. There's no. We have to. Take a, the refs have to get united and take a stand against this violence. Because it's not only. It's not only like a threat. It's not. It's just like I'm gonna hurt you. It's happening. It's happening. All right. There's there's refs that got beat up in the past in Colombo. I think Benfica fan even did. All right. Yep. 
So I'm not saying it's against like Benfica Porto Sport. I'm saying it's a whole, a whole across the board. They have to take a stand. The refs have to take a stand. They make mistakes. There's a VAR there for that reason now. So, so if a ref makes a mistake, it's it's not the 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 human error anymore. All right, it's something that's happening behind behind the scenes. The ref inside the inside the game is not a fault for the VAR not calling the PK when it's supposed to be a PK, right? And the ref in the field can make those mistakes because he's he's human, right? But somebody in the on the stands, like watching the game on the TV, they can make those mistakes. So the federation have to step in, and if they threaten the ref on the field, they have to take a stand. And and it's it's going to be the closest thing to what they're doing right now to racism. But also, but, never stop. But in order for the right, like I get the idea of like the refs taking a stand, but they need like the, a puff, right? The, Fed, I think it's the, the federation needs to. That's what I said. Balls. They, they have to. Start, that's the know, thing. It has to start from the federation, right? right? It can't. They, it can't be the. It can't be the refs doing things on their own. It was. The, but the example also needs to come from the like, like the scenes that Cedric Quincy sound when the clubs have right. to take a stance. Like, the the, the like, clubs have to set the example, right? But like, but the, but the, the scenes, clubs are not doing it. The those clubs are not the doing scenes, it. But the scenes that we're seeing from Sergio and I mean sometimes JJ's I, done it. Yeah, like all, every coach. Like, done those, it. Yes, those types of scenes need that needs to cut the shit, dude. Like. They maybe in, introduce something where the coaches get ejected right away. You say one thing bad, that's it. Get the hell out, and you're suspended. And when you suspend someone, suspend them. Don't be giving out yeah, but, but or Jay, go, go to a tribunal yeah. or whatever. They know suspend them. That's it. You do this, you get suspended to, uh, for a month. That's it. No, no questions asked. And, and, and the other hit. And the other scenario that I want to bring up, Oscar, before you jump in, is right. Just so people who may be watching don't say, "Oh, it's, we're only talking about Porto." Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but a game that vividly is in my head was Benfica away to Guimarães when JJ was there the first time. And the, the, fan, the fans, no, no, in yeah. the stadium, the fans came on the field and the cops were like beating up one of the fans and JJ was punching the cop the in hand, the yeah. hand to let go of the guy. Like imagine that happening here in the United it was States. A game, there was a game at the side of the lose where, uh, what's his name? Barbas or whatever. Jumped over the railing. It wasn't him. It was another guy. And hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, he pushed him in the back of the head, the linesman. But, like, again, it happens happens to all the big clubs, right? Like, I'm sure it's happened to Sporting as well. But, like, again, the conversation isn't just about Porto. It's about the league is fucked. Like, there's just so much shit going on. Until the Federation has the balls to suspend – fans from going to games so playing games behind closed doors and actually coming down on the team nothing's going to happen right they did it in england they had hooligan they had issues they i think essentially played a, almost an entire season behind closed doors yeah kicked out of because they too. were yeah they were they took punt they like those clubs yeah, got punished for the for the actions of the fans right and until the federation and the league has balls in portugal to do something nothing's going to happen Nothing will change. We've seen it forever, and it's it's not going to change. You, you think you think about about like when I'm in Portugal on vacation, I think of going to Side of the Luz. If I had kids, young kids, I would not be able to take them to the Side of the Luz because they would not like. I would not be like, oh shit, what if the fight breaks up? Because that's my mentality. Is like, oh, if, if they play in the Porto and the Side of the Luz, chances are there's going to be brawls, right? And I, I don't – when within the game, when the game's happening, there's going to be controversy in the field. There's going to be pushed out to the fans and the stands, right? That happens almost every single classical. We'll see it on – most likely we won't see it on Thursday because there's no fans. But you'll probably still see the brawl in the field. So so that like that, that mentality in, in Portugal, 
it, it can't it has to be more like like driven towards a family game and it's not right now it's basically towards politics it's politics it's all politics all money it's all economy because it's not driven towards the fans anymore one of the guys in the portuguese podcast and i read an article the other day but uh they said that the portuguese league at least for the top three isn't built for families anymore you don't see many families in the stadium no. many kids um especially in some of these high uh, uh I guess intensity games, right? Porto Sporting, Benfica Porto, etc. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's just it's continuing down that path, and I'm not convinced that they're going to be able to reel this back in, right? Like when I think, and and again, here's another piece, right? I think part of the off the field stuff is the TV stuff, right? Like in Portugal, oh, like they talk about as soon as the game's over. Right, like it's literally instant, and they just talk and talk for the whole week. There's like they they throw topics out there just to generate a buzz, to generate conversation, um, and then that turns in you know a little little bit turns into a big thing. You know, two days later, and then it just it unravels fast. In between, you don't know what's real, what's what's not, um, and it just when I think about like the Premier League, right, um, you don't hear. Right. And, and all of them have owners. Right. It's not like the same setup like we have in Portugal. But in Portugal, everyone talks. Right. JJ said it in an interview the other day. Right. In Portugal, you got everyone on the bench. Right. You got the ropeiro. You got the doctor. You got everyone. Everyone gets up. The players, everyone starts. You know, like it's completely different nowadays. Like the pressures come from every angle. Right. Uh, the Porto game the other day, the guy that was trying to fight the referee, like I think he's like in marketing or massagista or something like that, like and nothing to do with like football. He's just basically like the dirigent, right? And like, but that's the concept, right? Like anyone has a voice, anyone can complain, anyone can want to fight. It's basically just a free for all, right? I so, don't get, I don't get why people like that sit on the bench. It should just be the players and the coaches. That's a period. Correct. That, but that's the problem. Everyone's basically invited. It's like a free for all. Oh, you want to sit on the bench? Okay. Yeah. You can come on the bench. Right. And then everyone gets up. Everyone complains. Everyone yells. Um, given that, right, we grew up in the, in the nineties, we've seen, um, a lot when it comes to Portuguese soccer. Um, are you guys hopeful that say in the next 10 years, things will improve? Or do you think regardless, there's just way too much, there's just too much investment in these pressures that it's, it's almost impossible to get it out of the system. Bill. Nothing's going to change. I mean this this incident, right? Go read any any newspapers, social media. Like you don't see it anymore. They talked about it for the for the day it happened, the next day, and that's it. Like it's just at that point, it's back pages. No one wants to talk about it. Whenever, if any suspensions or any kind of fines happen, it'll probably be like two years from now. Like just, just the way the league works, right? Like anything, it takes forever for anything to kind of take place and and i don't see i don't see anything changing we grew up with it nothing changed then nothing's going to change going going forward i don't see it oscar you agree i i think they'll try to take steps towards fixing here things here and there but because the portugal the way portugal is is run and how behind they are when it comes to to justice 
I don't think, uh, like Bill said, in the next 10 years, I don't think it's going to be a big difference. Um, I think Portugal will be Portugal. It'll be a, a when it comes to soccer, it'll be a third world country. It is, it will be because you see all these fights. It looks like a most Latin America plane. Um, and it's embarrassing to watch, to be honest with you. You see this, you see this in, in, uh, in England in, and you'll see it once and the next, the next time around, it, it won't happen again because all the players and their mothers will get fined and, right. and suspended for, for, for games here. Like once one player, like, like the, remember the, the, like was it two? How many five years ago when Hulk got into the fight in the locker room and the in the tunnel? Yeah, it's the tunnel. And those players actually got into a physical fight, a fist yeah. fight, right? And because they suspended him, it was a freaking controversy thing for the whole season. That's the reason why they think he won the Campeonato because of yeah. Tuno, Tuno, That's that's all there is. Portuguese. That's how Portugal is. They don't they don't okay accept that they made they they did something wrong and get improved. No, they excuse it by saying by blaming somebody else for their mistakes it's that that's how it is i don't think it'll change because it's the culture we live in jay you agree plain and simple i agree um i'm hoping like so the the president of the the president of the league is provenza right yep. is he yeah. still yeah. whatever his name is um how long is he president for i think he just well, got reelected too so is it so. every year um, I think it's like a two-year, two-year window. So I actually thought when he became president, he would like switch things up, but because he was a ref and maybe he wanted, but dude, that dude's been doing the exact same shit anyone else has done. So I don't see any promise with him. But wh whoever does decide to make a change, and he needs to be stern. He needs to be kind of like a Roger Goodell, like lay down the law and that's it. Like be be that type of dude, but. I don't see it. Like Oscar says, it's just, it's sad to see, but I don't see it. And until our, even our players and our coaches, until they do the, they show how to do it, it's never really going to change. Because when you, like you said, when you have fucking 15 guys standing up for every foul or screaming at the ref and calling their mother this and their dad that, or I'm going to kill this, or I'm going to, like, you know, it's just nothing's ever going to change. Not, not with, that, that that type of attitude. So it needs to come from the players. It needs to come from the coaches. And you need you need a leader that's gonna kind of lay down the law. You know who explained it good was that guy from Braga Orta when he said when he went to play against Roma and he basically laid out the he said you know Portuguese soccer is not meant to be played in Europe. It's not yeah. because you play you play Portuguese soccer. Everybody goes for the the penalty or the dive or this and complain to the refs and the refs almost have to call it or else there or else there's chaos right. And you go to Europe, and those refs tell you to get the fuck up, all right? So, so the, that's why Braga got smashed by Roma, and and those players, are like, and and the, the players in Braga, which is the Orta guy, one of their best players, legit admits Porsche soccer is not meant to pl be played in Europe, and it's, for that it's simple of, reason. In the Portuguese league, there's a lot of empty jogo too, like people laying yeah. down, people yeah. rolling around for ten minutes, faking injuries, stuff like that. It it just makes our game so like not attractive to anybody that wants to see it. It's also a little false too. Just to close off on this topic, um, Artur Suarez has refed uh, Villarreal Arsenal in the Europa League last Thursday, um, and the game was like wide open, no like ticky tacky fouls, like people were going down. He was telling them to get up, right? And like it made me think, why can't we referee this same way in Portugal? Right? Like people are like, you know, they feel the pressure, they throw themselves on the ground. He was like, yeah, no, get up. Right? Like, why can't we do that in Portugal? There's got to be a reason, right? Like, the game, football is football. 
Right? A foul is a foul. Right. So why the fuck does it matter who's on the field, who's on what side, what jerseys they're wearing, what competition you're like a foul is a foul in Portugal, just like it is in America, just like it is in Russia. Right. So why in, is there different? In the Europa League, he has the backing of UEFA. Yeah. Anything and, comes down, UEFA has his back. And and also, like, dude, we don't know like these guys are Portuguese. They probably have they're probably fans. Of certain teams, like I, and, and, and I always wonder. But, but, but it's, it's almost every every game. But, but though, it's, every but game. it's every it's every it's every ref. That's why I'm not really opposed to having refs from different countries ref our no. game. I think that changes a lot. Just, there, changed, just the, right the, there. The, the scare factor changes because like, imagine way, imagine like an English ref refing our game and someone like like Sergio comes up to him. We like the guy will probably the ref will probably want to fight him. <laughs> like, yeah, you like got no horse. Crazy. You got no horse in the race, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Let's look, look. Like like I said, if there's a if there was a ref in Portugal that has family in school, like Mikey said at the beginning, um, and got threatened, like, listen, I know where your kids go to school and stuff stuff like that. I mean, my decisions in that game would t- be affected. A hundred percent would be affected. If I give a PK and it's a like legit, like a fifty-five percent PK <laughs> and forty-five not, I'm not gonna give it because I know my kid is going out to get a lead in school at three o'clock. Right. It's true. So so now when it comes to a ref from outside of the outside of the country. They can say, oh, I know your kid. Yeah, they get a fight and go there. And I'll, I'll meet you there. Like, yeah. it's not, it's, the scare factor is gone at that point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we're, it's unanimous that we don't really think there's going to be much of a change. Yeah, I was going to say, but, but what do you think? You don't think? I, really? I don't know. I mean, think about it. We grew up in the 90s, right? Yeah. And how many years, years has this been going? 30 years right? later. It's, still <laughs> it's all the same shit, right? It, maybe it tapered down a little bit, um, right? You know, I'm actually disappointed Oscar didn't bring up the fruit the word while we were talking about this. <laughs> well, it was in his head. I actually, uh, I actually, when you brought up Purenza, and I'm like, I thought he was going to change something. I'm like, you know how much fruit to the motherfucker ate? <laughs> there it is. You just had to poke the bear yeah, a little bit to get out of it. I just, I, I just expected something. I was like, I want Oscar. No, no, when, when you said Purenza, you actually said, oh, I thought he was going to change something. I'm like, dude, this guy has no idea what Purenza no, I, I, the, the reason why I said it is because like he was a ref. And, I know, yeah. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll try to like defend the rest, but he doesn't care. He's just he's just like boom, whatever. Because he, he knows what they have to get. Yeah. And, and just to close that one out, it's a four-year uh, tenure. So he was voted oh, in yes. 2015, and he got reelected in 2019. So he's locked in until 2023. He can't get voted out now. Oh, I'm sure he could, but I don't think I've ever heard of a, a federation ref or president getting uh, impeached. <laughs> I don't know what the process is over there, but I can't imagine that's going to happen. Um, all right. Well, I'm sure that won't be the last of, of this type of topic. Hopefully it is, but we shall see. Are you kidding me, dude? We're going to see yeah. some scenes this Thursday. Probably, I was about to say, it'll probably Seriously. Thursday. Next, next, Thursday. next Monday, title of the podcast, the boxing match at the Stadium to lose. I'll tell you this. If, if Hika wins, Sergio is going to go ape shit. He's, He's not going to be on the bench. He's not going to be there. He'll He's find a way to get up there. in the stands. He'll, <laughs> he'll, fucking, he'll fly in somewhere. He'll like they said a, uh, they said that they were going to take his, they were going to take this to the court system like Pedina to see if he can get it uh, basically suspended, so he can be on the bench. You want to make it? Want to make a bet that he, he they do, I'm, and they end up finding a way to win it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet because with yeah. in Portugal, dude, anything's possible. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um, I mean, he's going to be in the stadium regardless. He just can't be on the bench. Yeah, just so, like Ruben Amorim was last game. Yeah, 
which yeah. is, I think, pointless, right? Because he's yelling and screaming and sending notifications down to the team anyways, right? So he's the only difference is his presence isn't on the bench. He's not sitting there. Yeah, but that's, it, it's an empty stadium. You can still hear the guy from the fucking Correct. off. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the whole... He shouldn't even be in the stadium, right? If you're suspended, you're suspended, right? Yeah. Someone else should have to... That's another topic. Or for be in the day. locker room and stay. I thought. There. I thought you like. Isn't it? Wasn't it in England or or European soccer when Mourinho had to go in the lot to the locker room with it on the. That was the Champions League game. So he when he was suspended, so he couldn't be in the stadium, right? Correct. And he, had, he, he snuck in. And there. he snuck in. He did it at Chelsea. and He did it at Porto. At Porto, he he hid in the bathroom stall. And the security guard held the door open for him so he could tell him if people were coming. And at Chelsea, yeah. he hid inside the laundry basket at uh, the laundry the bin. And they they yeah. were in Dude, he is fucking hilarious. There's way, there's ways around everything. Um, Thursday, we got a big game, just like the title of the podcast. Millions are at play, are in play. Um, first two go direct to the Champions League. Uh, third place qualifies. Um, direct uh, gets you some some extra cash and uh, doesn't force you to start the season early with qualifications. Um, Benfica's four points off second place. A victory here puts us one point back with three games remaining. Uh, for Porto, anything but a win confirms the inevitable, which we know is essentially confirmed anyways, barring an absolute disaster uh, for Sporting. The cliff. The cliff. <laughs> yeah, the cliff. Um, Still waiting so, it's going to be a, a, a tough match. Um, it's a game that a draw suits no one, really. Um, Befica's got to go for it. Porto's got to go for it. Uh, what do you guys think? Or what do you guys expect um, in terms of lineups? Uh, in terms of, do we go back to a back three with, with Otamendi back, Weigel's back? Um, Corona apparently out. I'm not convinced that he's out. I'm convinced that this could be potentially a tactic. Um, but if he really is out, that's a big loss for them. Um, he's, a, he's an important player on that team. Uh, Bill, I'll start with you. What are you thinking here? Don't tell me your prediction. Just tell me what you're thinking for the game. Yeah. So he, I definitely think we go back, we go to a back three, right? The first game, he broke it out. It worked, right? I mean, I think he, I think we go into it with a similar kind of game plan where it's like, don't let them take a clean first touch. You're on top of them the second they get the ball, physical. Because um, I think if we if we sit back and, and kind of give them some space, they can they can definitely possess the game, control the game, and, and cause all cause all sorts of havoc. Um, I think we have to go back three, and I, I, that spot in the middle is what <laughs> is what is killing me right now. Like, so you're that, saying back three, Lucas Otamendi Vertonghen, yeah, Gilles, it's, I it's, mean uh, Diogo and Grim. Diogo Grimaldo, okay, who you and then the Weigel, and then it's that other spot that is killing me because I, I don't. Gabi there, I don't think works. I don't for that game. I, I just don't think it. He will work, and PZ defensively. I mean, he worked. It worked the first game. Like he played out of out of his mind that first game. I just don't know if he can do that again. 
And that's right, what concerns uh, me. All right. I think, and this is what I think, we're going back, going to a back three allows Peasy to play in the midfield. Just because we have Grimaldo and Diogo right close to the midfield, right? And they can help Peasy defensive tac- tactics, right? So we have Vigo in the, in the defensive mid, right? We have Diogo and Grieve right next to them, like playing the wing, right? We have Ferissimo, Tamendi, and Vertogen in the back. Um, and Rafa, Seth, right? And then I think with PZ, Rafa, and Seth, I think there's a lot of rotations up there, right? But with the, uh, in Everton, sorry, I, I have Everton starting as well. So um, so I have Grimaldo and Diogo helping with that midfield. It's crucial for PZ to be, to have good game in that midfield. So I think, I think the, the lineup would be Elton, Verissimo, Tamendi, Vertogen, Weigel, Gri and Diogo, PZ, Everton, Rafa, and Seth. Hold on, Austin, say that again. I have are you Elton. missing someone? No. Yeah, I feel okay. like you are. Hold on. You, you have, you have Elton, Verissimo, Tamendi, Vertogen. That's four. Yeah. Weigel, yeah. five. Diogo and Gri, Grimaldo on the sides. Yeah. That's a six, seven. PZ, eight. Uh, Rafa, Seth, and Everton. Okay. I would actually agree with that lineup. I feel like that's – I, I would want him to play with three in the back. Um, yeah. It just helps out the midfield because we need that help in the midfield yeah. defensively. Yeah. I think at this point – I I mean, I, I heard when I jumped on, you guys were talking about Luca. Luca needs to come off the bench. Yeah. Or he needs uh, to stay on the bench. He, he's been – I know we don't talk much about him, but he's been kind of a flop for me this season as well. Um, so – and I think Everton's starting to find his pace a little bit more. Two goals, two games. Yeah, let's so, let's keep him riding him. I I feel what what Oscar said for his lineup. I I like that lineup. So you said Elton, the three center backs: Diogo, Grimaldo, Weigel, PZ in the middle, Rafa, Everton, and Seth. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's and, what I have now. And P and PZ kind of hopefully free with, roaming, with, free yeah, roaming free, a little bit more because correct with because Diogo. Gris. I feel like with Diogo and Gris coming back, then you. Kind of have five defenders and yeah, Weigel there too. That's like six, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of gives PZ more, more room to kind of roam around, like roam around. Right, and that's what I think. If Tarap is fit, given the fact that he hasn't played in in a couple I, of weeks, I got it. I'd play no, PZ. no, yeah. I, I think like, if Tarap's that's, fit, that's, that's he would have to come that. off the bench. I don't think, I don't I, think you should risk. I, 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 don't, I, would, I don't. I don't like players coming from injury starting the game right away. Like I don't like that. Like I feel like when you get in, when you're injured, you kind of have to ease your way into it. Because like, I don't know. You just like Peasy's been playing good, so why not ride his hand? Like you guys said with everything, like ride ride Peasy's hand as well. Yep. Fair. Okay. What do you think, Mike? Well, what would, do you think yeah, for would you would you rather have Tarap or Peasy there? I'd rather Peasy. Um, just because I think his distribution is better. Um, but Tarat gives us that explosiveness with the ball that PZ doesn't give us. So I think Tarat may be better for final 20 minutes, right? Some heavy legs, someone who can take on take on players, break the lines, make that, uh, that last pass. Um, PZ, I think, is going to give you... Uh, I guess more, he's going to be more efficient with what he does. I think that opt is very right north to south. He basically would fucking run in a straight line. They make a pass. He's completely out of the play. And then he's, he just like, he works hard, but 
right? They say work smarter, not harder, right? I think he works harder, not smart. Like he just runs around aimlessly and he, he leaves it all on the field, but I feel like he doesn't use his energy in the best ways that he should. Um, so lineup wise, I, I agree. I had written down. And the reason why I was trying to figure it out is because I had written Gabby. Um, and then I re- counted it again and I had 12 guys. So, um, I mean, that's one tactic we can go with. I mean, Hey, we did it. Extra we, did it for the, we did it for the Lusitanos. We played a half with 12 guys and then we scored. And then we realized we had 12 guys. The ref didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? How much fruit did you guys pay the ref? Yeah. It looked like we had the ball the whole time. I'm like, Legit, how, it was like how, how does it seem like we're playing with like playing the ball the whole time? 20 minutes in dude, the other team didn't touch the ball. And we scored, and somebody was like, hey, come off the field. Come off the field. And we're like, why? We got 12 guys on the field. We got 12 guys on the field. We started counting. We were like, holy fuck, dude. We have 12 guys on the field. No wonder we were dominating the game. <laughs> I think I think, to us, I think Joel went in without nobody coming. Now, probably. Just <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, he probably did. He's just like fucking roam on the field. Um, That's funny. Okay. Um, could, could you guys see – Georges Jesus playing fucking Chiquinho in the Dude. middle. I, I I'm looking at I'm looking at this, but you wouldn't be you wouldn't, you wouldn't be a fucking guy. Midfield. This I would I could see him playing in the midfield and PZ playing as like one of the the three up front. Man, the thing is like unless you, you take, take either out, Everton, either have, Everton I think, I think or Rafa comes, comes out. out. I think Luka either comes everything out, or Rafa right? comes out and Peasy would fill in one of those. Waldo those definitely voids. comes out. Yeah, Waldo comes up for this game. Right. But but I think saying, in, in comparison to Oscar's lineup, right? So Oscar had Seth, Everton, and Rafa up top. Yeah. So what I was saying is, could you see George Jesus taking Rafa and putting him in either Everton or, Dude, or I see Peasy and putting him up top and putting Shaquino in the middle? Unless he wants to start off the game a little bit just controlling feeling port a little bit. I would I I think Rafa offers us the explosiveness for this game that we need against Porto. Well, we need. We thought just that like, the first game and he didn't do shit. Porto, Rafa, yeah, he you watched the first game. He was the only against player. Yes, the, the, the only way to stop him is sniping him for the Tasa Liga and for the was it the Tasa Liga Super Tasa Super Tasa and player. the game at the Dragão. Literally every time he picked the fucking ball up, it was like complete chaos. They had no idea what to do with themselves. Yeah, no, he just kept cutting it in, and people just yeah. had going in his legs. He couldn't stop him. It would be so stupid, absolutely stupid, if he benched Rafa for this game. He's the yeah. only guy that like goes at defenders. Well, so talking about benching Rafa. I'm sorry, Bill, Bill was saying that. Could no, you I'm see in, him? I'm in my Jorge Zeus head right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if he's gonna take someone out. He's not gonna take out Rafa. It's probably Everton out. But, but the thing is, no like, like, I'm putting JJ goggles on. No I just, way, no. I just, unless he's, there's a surprise factor, right? I two uh, two guys like PZ and Everton score two games and assist the two in the both games last two games. You have to ride that. You got to ride that. Like this is this is JJ but, we're talking about. I'll tell you right? this: to, he's, to build, to he's build done defense, this in the past. To build the fence. Remember last time we played Porto, we all looked at the lineup and Tavares. we saw you knew Nuno Tavares and then Grimaldo in front of him. We were like, "What the fuck's he thinking?" And guess what? It ended up panning out. So. Bill, Bill's right. He, there could be a surprise there somewhere. Yeah, but but now it's probably Nuno Tavares' best game of his fucking career. But when when you play when you play, <laughs> he, was when you Medega, play he was putting Medega down. When, when <laughs> you sure. play when you play uh, with three the, the uh, basically CB center backs, I don't know if you can control you can afford to go more defensively than that. No, 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 I was just saying like there's always surprises. Like I'm just yeah. Saying, there it could maybe he start plays with four in the back. Like I don't know. Like I feel like the best way to play him right now is probably with three. 
Yeah, and that's why I think Otamendi got the red, the yellow card is to right. play this game and be clear. I think the the best games we've played this season have come when we've played with three in the back. I th- I think we look that's when we look our, at our best is with three in the back. What remind me of that those games? It was right, Porto? Yeah. Porto didn't play three in the back. We didn't play three in the back against Porto. We didn't have three. We didn't. I think no. It wasn't three in the back. It ended up being a five, but we ended up playing. No, Tavares and Grimaldo played in front of each other. They didn't play in the back. Tavares played defending. Yeah, but if you watch the game defending, we had a line. Yeah, Vigo came back or whoever was, but it doesn't mean that you played five back. We play five back with the three now. Yeah, do when you defend every when we defend, if you watch the line closely, when we defend, no, but we didn't play with three center backs in that game. We did. He, Who's the three Oscar, they're, they're, Oscar, they're, hurt. Oscar, they're saying yeah, that Weigel plays, in. plays as that fifth. Yeah, and then Weigel had to drop in. Right. Because we yeah. didn't put another center back. I don't think we had another center back. But that game, we was, we didn't have a good game that game. We lost 2-0. We didn't have a good game. It was no, a game against the first, the I'm first game. About the, I'm talking the about the game in the league. Yeah, that was Jardel was didn't, play, didn't play that game. We tied 1-1. That's the game that he got hurt, isn't it? I think it was a toss that he got hurt. Was it or was? Or am I thinking Sporting? I can't. You're probably thinking Sporting. Sporting. Actually, okay. I have. I got the lineup right there. Yeah, That's you guys are nuts. We, uh, when we played Porto, the, uh, we didn't have Vivarissimo yet. No, we didn't have Vivarissimo. But no, they're saying that Weigel pushed back. Correct. Right. When we defended, as... when we defended, no, no. We came back and played. When we, when we played Porto, the one-one game, we played Porto. Oscar's right. We had Gilberto, Vertonghen, Otamendi, and Grimaldo in the back. Yeah. Correct, but it, that's Rafa. that's how they lined it up. If you watch, no. if you go back and when watch the game, against, when we played against Porto, Nuno Tavares played in the back, not Grimaldo. Correct, Grimaldo played more up top. He we ended said, up playing. Nuno Tavares Grimaldo. ended up playing as a third center back. If you go watch the highlights, we ended up defending with five. Yeah, but but uh, I'm talking about player wise. We didn't play with three CBs. Correct, we did not. But right. tactic so, wise, we did. Yeah, but play. even if we play with four four backs, any game when you defend, you defend with more than four. Like that's not natural. But but with the three at the back, we end up playing with the flat line of five. Right. Opposed to when we defend with when we have a line of four, we end up defending with four. Right. But against the Porto game, we we had a, a four back to start with a four back, and uh, and we had a good game. That was one of the best games in the league, if I don't if I recall. It was our it was with four backs. So, but we we played good against Sporting Braga, but although we played against ten guys, uh, we played three back, and I think you know, I like it. I, would, I like the. I would say back. we we played well against Arsenal as well. And we used three in the back both games. On our leg in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Um. All right. Before we give predictions, two things here. So first, I want to get your thoughts on the away kit for next year. Thoughts is that legit on... or is that rumored? Oh, dude, it was the same. It continues there. <laughs> that's going to be the, uh, that's the away okay. kit. Who continues the sponsor for next year? Yeah, right. here? <laughs> what do you guys think of these kits? I like I like white. I just think it's too plain, too black and white, too much. Like, I, I like to the, the symbol to have the colors. Oh. Um, so I feel it's like a little naked. I mean, it's yeah, not I mean, much I would, different. It's I not much different the... than this one. Huh? It's not much different than this one. I mean, yeah, but but I like my my eagle to be yellow. I like my Portugal colors be there. That's black and white. Yeah, honestly, I haven't I haven't I haven't been able to check them up, but I think the symbol is black and white. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong 
I don't think you can go too wrong with with white kits, right? But I don't I don't mind the the Benfica logo. I like them white kits. Yeah, white kits. I know, but if yeah. I had the, if I had the symbol with color, like because it, it's not like it's all black and white. The shoulders have red on them, so it's not like it's like completely black and white the whole kit. Yeah, and you the know, it, it, around the sleeve too. So, man. Yeah. so 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 if you if you have to if you uh, if you put the the symbol with red, it would just match the the sleeves, which is yeah. I just don't get why it's you know black what? and white. I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like, I like white kits. We're good. Oh, I mean, with Piazzini, Pizzaldini. Did I say nineteen oh four in the? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The imagine. Back. Can you picture? Dude, shut the fuck up about the Pizzaldino. Right no, no, no. I'm just gonna put Pizzaldini in the back and black. Hold and on, white Mike's too. got it. Mike's got it. Mike's got it. We're good. Oh. oh. I tried to see pretty Branco. You put it in red. I did it on the wrong kit. Let's see. Pizzaldino here. Let's change this font color. Change the font size. Oh, I did the wrong thing. For this, I'm not going to pay you for this. We'll go. What do you want? Red font, black font? No, black font. Black better. font. Gonna go black. What a pain. See some eyes matter that's pequeninha. Oh, com caras. You got to combine these two. Yeah, do a ten font or something. É para isso, pô. Que tá fazendo? Não, He's not number 10. <laughs> master, man. Master. I appreciate it, Paul. You still have my maravilla. I know you're going to buy one. Oh, look at that. That's nice. Pizaldino, dude. That's going to be the highest selling kit for sure. Hey, we, hey, we got to tweet him, Oscar. Take a picture of this and tweet at. <laughs> you'll, probably, you'll probably fucking like it. I, you, know, you know, I'm actually going to buy one like that. <laughs> i want to see it um it's a waste and, of money dude you won't be there next year and then uh, for uh the prediction league so we had some changes at the top oh look who's number one so scores four people got it right paulo pinto paulo silva jason and billy boy predicted two zero so they got all three points um at the top jay moved into first place because his first name is J-A and Zach Kampus is J-O. The tiebreaker tie will be uh, the exact results, right? So they both got the same exact prediction so far. 25 points. Jay and Zach Kampus. Oscars moved into Europa League. 24 points. Jota, 22. Um, I got 20 in sixth place. Oscar or Kenny's in ninth with 19 points. And Billy started a little late, so he's down in the relegation I'm, area. I'm in a relegation battle. <laughs> he's I'm got fighting. five. I'm he's fighting. Got five points. Yeah, we got a couple of guys that joined late, so they got some some work to do. But four games, five games with uh, the Tasa Portugal game. So there's um, 15 points up for grabs. So anything can happen in these last couple of months or last couple of weeks. So it's going to be a, a tight battle. It's funny. Jota in our in our chat said. It'll be interesting this week to see who picks the result based on their heart and yeah. who picks a result based on was, trying to win the league. I, that's exactly what I just was thinking in my head. I was like, where am I going to go with this? And you go first then. Go first since you're in first place. Go. Yeah, let's hear your prediction. Um, uh, two to one, Bayfica. Damn it, you took my result. I'm going to change it now. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Two to one, Jay says. Oscar? I'm going to say 2-0, Benfica. 
Two zero, Bill. One zero, Benfica. And I'm going to go. Damn, we're all picking winners, huh? Oh, Mike, thinking draw? No. <laughs> you're you're the fucking you're on the wagon for second place. Yeah, you want to talk about the wagon? I'm mad Kenny didn't show up because you want to see the fucking wagon. I'm gonna show you the fucking wagon. Well, here's the Ferrari. Look at this fucking Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking ready to go, and Kenny didn't show up. Kenny what, was he, gonna be driving he, the fucking Ferrari with me. He said he was showing up. He didn't show. He had some things to do, so he didn't Uh-oh. end up coming on. But I had the Ferrari. So, Bill, you're in the Ferrari with me now. Let's go. All right. I'm fucking riding the Ferrari. I'm going to go. driving, though? Because you were hey, driving I'll... the train, and that train. I can't drive. You guys, it's too much I'll, power I'll drive. I'll drive. Okay, I'll drive. You're not a drive stick. Uh, yeah, we're good. But we're the good. Ferrari is too much power for me. <laughs> we're good. Um, I'm going to go. You and Oscar are still driving the Geo. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that's that terrible. white one? Remember that's that white terrible. one, Oscar? Had? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was sick. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 2 0. Okay. Okay, Mike, you're going to go with me, huh? Yeah. I'm going to go 2 0. It's going to be a repeat of the game. I'm going to go Zebu again. That'd be Same nice. Thing. That'd be nice. Um, I hope they play with that much intensity. Seriously, that team, that team was fucking nasty. We can only hope. We can only hope we get an ounce of that energy. Uh, boys, um, that wraps up our topics of discussion. Anything else that you guys wanted to uh, mention before I wrap it up? I I just want to say I hope it's a clean game. I hope there's not a lot of cases or 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 you know controversial decisions because uh, it just ruins the game. It makes it ugly. And with all fans, it's more noticeable what happens inside the field. So, um, so keep it clean. I hope it's a it's a it's a good game to watch, and and if he wins, I don't sure. I don't think it's going to be clean at all. I think there's going to be so much. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now. It, from they played Thursday, right? Yeah, with so much at stake too. Dude, they're gonna from from Thursday till like Sunday. It's going to be nonstop. I can just. Oh, you're not driving. Get out of here! Oh I, shit! Uh, I'm not sure. I can already see. Can I, I can already up? see the controversy on all like the Theo talks and all the like all those TV shows. Like it's oh, just yeah. really total chaos. But I'm I'm like also said I'm hoping for a good game, but I don't I don't just I don't see it. Yeah. I I, I, just, I just I just just the it's not like I know it's not going to be the When's the last I, time that these two teams played and it's been like no 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 I I, 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 I think, I think, there's, 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 I think no, what Oscar's getting at I think it's. It's like the referees, right? The referees, there's no, no, no controversial, there's no controversial decision. VAR decisions, like yeah. none of that. Because outside, outside of that, inside, like, inside the game, it's, it's going to happen. Be, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm talking about like journalize, from outside, outside. The journalize and, and all the, the shows beforehand. Right. That's 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 going to happen no matter what. I think Oscar's yeah. getting that. Like, there's no controversial decisions on the field. And there's no there's, VAR. A, there's been a few games where like Befica lost to Porto and it was a, I think it was a 2-0 game if I don't recall it, when Porto basically destroyed Benfica. It was like last year or something. And everybody just took the defeat like we play like shit. And there's another game like when we Rafa scored and uh, and um and John Felix scored in Ostrada Zentas we did the Revita Volta. Another game that nobody there's no more cases. Yeah actually people Porto No uh, because Porto were bitching about Seth pushing the guy off before he passed, I know, but even but I watched. I watched about that. 
I watched a lot of the trivia talks, like you said, and all of them were saying Benfica went to Porto to win this game, and yeah. Porto just was there to defend. So uh, Porto, Porto commentators were saying that. So it was, it was, it just was good to see that, like people taking the feet, because Benfica took it when Porto went there and just destroyed them, and Porto took it that, that one time that I recall, one time. I just hope when it, when it's the the fight stays inside the game, and uh, and then. Anything that has to do with decisions and VARs and all that, that's clean. If that's clean, then I don't give a shit about anything else. And I'll just say one last thing about this. I, I My cousin, Tiago, he's a big Porto fan, and he likes to post these fucking 90-minute wonders like Herrera and Calvin's. He likes to repost it. And he's been posting them a lot the last past month, month or so. And I just really don't want another thing like that. Like, don't score in the last fucking minute because I'll go nuts. Like, I hate that. That's probably, like, the worst – like you get deflated real quick. Why know? you have to jinx us, dude? Busy <laughs> <laughs> scores in the ninety-first minute. I, that's what I'm trying to hold. I'm trying it's to hold. So yeah, you I'm can't mention that. Us. You can't mention and say I hope it no. doesn't happen. No, well, I am gonna say it because I hope it doesn't happen. Like I've been, like yeah. I said, I've been seeing the last now, past month or now, so. Now, whatever, Camilo Junior told us the last five minutes of the game. Dude, I've been growing my shit. Junior, do I start with my borrachera? Do not even have to have Julie tell you the play-by-play. Where um. Uh, when do you get back? Are you back for next Monday's podcast? Yeah, I get back uh, on uh, Sunday night. Okay, so you'll be back, dude. All I know is that if PC scores on Thursday, oh my this no, kid no, might no, get dude. arrested while he's on. I the need PC. celebration videos. I don't think I don't I don't think Dr. have enough Wi-Fi for my fucking posts. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Kenny's Kenny's job is to get reaction videos. I want candid reaction videos. It can't be Kenny. It's got to be one of the girls. Because they're yeah. both going to be... That's true. Yeah. We got to... You could ask, ask Taylor or Julie. We got to communicate with one of the females going because we need some Hey, let's email, email the resort and get the uh, security camera footage. Yeah, we need the CCTV footage. Yeah. <laughs> I want can, candid, candid footage. Well, my you guess know, is you guys are going to be watching on your phones. I don't think they're going to have... TV no, we have, a, we have a... No, it's going to be Gold TV. Yeah, it'll we be Gold. Yeah, that's probably, we'll probably have a broadcasting on like a Fox Sports over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, Latin Latin country. It's a, yeah, it's a Thursday. There's not many games. I don't know. I've never Thursday. been to fucking DR, so I couldn't. And I watched my people when I'm I went taking, to DR. I'm taking my laptop, so hopefully I can get a, a, a get a plane on the laptop. That link that you gave me, Mike, it probably work, right? Yeah, that's the least of your worries. Where you you got internet? There's a way. Yeah, there's always a way. Yeah. All right, well, don't forget to uh, check us out on Facebook. We're about 80 people or 80 follows away from 12,000. So nice. Keep up. Um, so check us out on Facebook. Follow the page. We'll continue with Fikista. Um, we're all on Twitter. As you can see, our Twitter handles. My Ferrari is, is covering up our Twitter handle. Let me remove it here. There you go. Um, M. Gonzalez 10, Abelio Gonzalez, OB Portugal, Tank Defont, Kenny is K Defont 4. Um, check us out on YouTube subscribe to our channel um, hit the bell button so you get notified uh, when we go live or when we post something and on Instagram as well Ukendinguifikista is our handle um, boys Thursday is going to be a big game and I don't I don't want to be here on Monday without three points because it's not going to be fun but, uh the Ferrari's gonna crash if that oh, dude. I'll have a, a Ferrari on fire. Um, <laughs> I will catch you guys, or we'll catch you guys on Monday. The Portuguese podcast will be live on Wednesday, 4:30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so check that out if you're interested. Um, we'll That's during the Sporting game, huh? Who? Sporting. Gang. 
yeah. The, cha- the champs of Portugal? I don't know. You remember them? Hey, once every yeah. 19 years. It's like Haley's Comet comes Oscar, around every Oscar's once, finally, once every Oscar's 75 finally, years. This is the even first though, time I actually heard him say that he admits that it's fucking even a yeah, blind squirrel. Well, I, uh, I, I, I give no in. Fucking, no they, fucking cliff this year. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well, we'll be back. You know, you know who, who took the cliff? Not not Benfica or what was that game against the Porto just died? That's the cliff. That that was basically the dead, the the deadline because Benfica is still going to be sport, and that game yeah, would have been crucial for Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see, Billy. Um, oh, where is it? Hold on. Get behind the wheel, go. bro. Let's go. Fucking start Let's driving. Go. Put the blinker on. Go ninety, guys. <laughs> Put it in sixth gear. We will be back next Monday. Uh, like this post, share it so we can reach more Benfica fans. Um, and we will catch you guys next week. See you, boys. See you guys. Bye, boys.